Good morning. Welcome to Weekly. Boy, I'm I can't. I'm borrowing my own tongue today. Let's try that again. Good morning. Welcome to the Weekly Roundtable. C-SPAN here. As you can tell, I've had three espressos already this morning. Uh, only one quick announcement this week, <laughs> and, and my non-caffeinated friend is laughing at me. Uh, yeah, our only announcement this week is F310 year is on. Uh, sign-ups are still out there. I will put a link in the show notes, but if you have not signed up, we are going to encourage you that uh, it appears there's going to be a lot of vaccines between now and then. Um, we're not talking herd immunity, any of that kind of stuff, but it should be uh, a great event. We're going to encourage you to sign up, um, grab your shield lock, grab your um, AO, grab whoever uh, you normally work out with, and try and make an event out of it. Try and, uh, you know, use it as shield lock weekend and uh, get together with your team and, um, and meet out there for the tenure. And so, amen. And, uh, yeah, and I was going to say, is, are we still doing 10, 10, 21? Is that roughly the dates for guys to plan on? Uh, I'd have to look at the – I think it is. It's like the 8th, 9th, and 10th uh, or something. Yeah. I, I, I'll be honest. I can't remember the exact uh, – but it is beginning of October, and it is going to be – a, a party to end all parties. And we're, we're already seeing it. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys are following the, the deal, uh, C-SPAN, but, you know, uh, Cooper, Governor Cooper, North Carolina, says June, you know, outdoor uh, gathering sizes, no restrictions, uh, restaurants are going back to higher capacity, um, you know, all, all kinds of stuff's getting lifted. So we're, we're pretty optimistic with the vaccines and, and you know, with, with all the different things that are, are kind of progressing to end this whole deal, uh, that certainly by October, we're feeling pretty confident that we'll, we'll be able to have, uh, all the guys that we want there and, and families and everything and do it upright the way that we had intended. So I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. And, uh, and as you can tell whose voice that was, <laughs> as, as you know, he and I are friends, but we're going to tell you, if you're more comfortable wearing a mask during the entire event, wear a mask. We just want to see you. We won't hug you. Yeah, we right. won't touch you. We, yeah, we'll, we'll stay six feet away from you. We just want you to be there. And so if you're able, uh, get your team together, get signed up for the tenure. So Amen. I'm going to transition now. I'm going to transition uh, now over to a normal roundtable. Dark Helmet, who EH'd you? How long have you been doing F3? Hey, C-SPAN. Uh, I have been doing F3 since November of – I guess it was so coming up I guess six and a half ish years um, of that and uh, actually it's funny I just just looked uh, I was looking through some stuff the other day and um, four years ago is when I was first that uh, after you ruined my life and made it so it wasn't just me out there not getting fat and trying to trick me into doing some leadership stuff with the nation uh, after you finished ruining my life that way uh, that was about four years ago so uh, thanks for that um, so who EH'd me into uh, F3 leadership in terms of a national level? Uh, that was you. Uh, <laughs> this is all your fault. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. So if who invited, anybody doesn't who like what I'm doing. the first workout? That's right. Uh, you know, so if anybody doesn't like what I'm doing as president, then, then blame C-SPAN. But my first workout, uh, I kind of EH'd myself-ish uh, in terms of nobody showed up with me. I just kept hearing about F3, and there was a buddy of mine. Um, his, uh, I was working with him at the time. Uh, his name is white snake. He's not the white snake in, in Lake Wiley. Um, although I love that guy. 
uh, but the the white the different white snake. Uh, he's an Area 51 like Mint Hillish kind of Matthews-ish over that way. Uh, so south southeast Charlotte um, guy. And uh, I was I happened to be working with him, and I saw he lost a bunch of weight, and I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "F3." And he told me what what it was all about, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not man enough for that." Uh, but then I kept hearing about it other places, and finally I was like, "All right, fine, I'll try it." And uh, so I showed up one Saturday, and and uh, the rest is kind of history. Yeah. So a bunch of stuff to unpack there. First off, shout out to uh, a Friday shout out to both white snakes, both uh, yes. Lake Wiley the white snake, and then the uh, South Charlotte white snake. Both high impact men, both uh, making a difference in their regions, and I, I haven't seen the Area 51 white snake in a while. But I've I've been away, so maybe uh, if if anybody knows white snake, make sure you get him in the back in the regular rotation. Uh, yeah, next dude, thing, Anthony talk, coming out, Anthony Proctor, go yank him and make him come out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the other thing on behalf of the nation, I'm just going to say thank you for uh, all the different projects. Last week we had um, tool type on. Uh, tool time on with uh, the troubadours and mustard seeds and all these different things that you've been a part of. Just want to say thank you um, on behalf of the nation. So I uh, appreciate. All right, the nation Let's knows. Jump into this. Oh, yep, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. I was to say the, na- the nation knows when a, when a sucker has come. And it, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we appreciate your all your hard work. We're gonna we're gonna. Uh, not uh, and I can't remember what you call it. Self-effacing parenthetical. We're not gonna do any of that. Uh, we're just we. gonna say thank you for. Yep, thank you for what you've done, and uh, keep up the hard work. So, okay, if you're a podpaxer and you've made it to this point, I'm going to ask you to stay on because we're going to go over a couple different things uh, right now. These are all important uh, topics, so I'm going to start off by doing a quick preface on uh, kind of set the table here of obviously Dark Helmet's on my podcast, and you're going to say what is going on there, and you're going to say, the three podcasts are, um, you know, the COT with uh, Rapido and Hello Kitty, um, and that's kind of the news of the nation each week. Then you're going to get 43 Feet, which is transitioned into a leadership-focused podcast. It's always been uh, leadership-focused, but it was through the eyes of QSource. This is really just a leadership um, format going forward. And then each week you get a roundtable, which is a little more kind of uh, ground-level F3 stuff. And so... I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a pause there, and let's see if you want to do anything about promoting or explaining to the listeners uh, kind of what your goal is with uh, with the 43 feet reboot um, podcast. Yeah, no, thank you for that. That's a, that's a I appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, the 43, you know, it was it was really started uh, partially just so that Dred and I had a way to uh, get together every week and and make idiot jokes. Um, so that was while that was in, you know very entertaining and everyone loved it. Uh, just kidding. But the, it was really a way to go through QSource and um, and and do that. And now the 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 43 is taking a little bit different tack. And what we're trying to really do is a just dive a little deeper into what does every man's 43 feet look like, um, and uh, and how you know how different guys face different challenges and and overcome those different challenges with regard to different you know just life challenges or leadership challenges or whatever it might be. Right. So we've had everything from uh, you know, Red Baron and, and Slaughter coming on to talk about legacy uh, and how to leave a legacy and what that looks like, you know, and um, and then this past, uh, I guess it was a week ago or so, a little over a week ago now, a week and a half ago, uh, we had uh, Mike Gersh, you know, from the St. Louis Cardinals on uh, to talk about what, what leadership and baseball have to do with one another and, and hearing his story and, and you know, kind of uh, how he 
used a lot of individual initiative to go and get that job in the first place, you know. And so the goal really is to hear more perspectives around leadership. But the biggest thing is we are going to be bringing in a lot more guests from outside of F3 to talk about uh, and kind of reinforce some of the leadership principles we're trying to teach and we're trying to learn. Uh, and then also, candidly, uh, you know, off to the side, off the record, just between us PACs, uh, we really want to raise the national profile of, uh, of the podcast and of F3 in general in order to recruit men and to partner with organizations and people who can help us to advance the mission. Um, and so uh, we've got Ryan Mickler from the Order of Man coming up uh, here in, uh, I can't remember exactly when it's going to drop, but it's uh, in the next week or two um, that's going to drop. And he, I mean, that was an interesting, super interesting uh, guy and super interesting podcast to do. Um, we've got, uh, we're, we're going to make an attempt. I don't know if it'll work. Probably won't, but we're going to make an attempt anyway. But you, you remember uh, we've got Dan Crenshaw to come out, somebody EH Dan Crenshaw to come out to uh, uh, a workout in Houston can try and see if he is willing to jump on a podcast with us. Um, Ori Brothman, who's the guy who wrote the starfish and the spider, right? That's uh, he, he's uh, we're working with him to try and get him on. So we're going to have a, a number of, um, of kind of these outside guests as well to sort of point up and, 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 and reinforce what we're trying to do uh, and, and just raise that national profile, make more guys aware. Um, you know, get this in front of as many sad clowns as, as humanly possible. So that's that's sort of the new direction of the four three. Yeah, and I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna add one thing there. When Slaughter gave the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna hear a lot of different things going on. And uh, for regular roundtable listeners, you gotta hear me talking about in front of the curtain and behind the curtain. Um, as we transition into the rest of this podcast, some of this is in front of the curtain, and some of this is behind the curtain, but I want to reinforce to the guys, you're still going to show up in the parking lot with the same eight guys and do your same crazy workout, and if you're in Metro, you're going to make sure that you get four or five miles out of me, which I've been loving since I got back, Um, but the idea is it doesn't matter if you're from Philly or you're in Sacramento or wherever you're at you're still meeting with that same group of guys. Just kind of understand that curtain piece. Some of the stuff we're going to talk about now is a lot of this stuff goes behind the curtain because we can't get it from where – we can't get F3 from where it is um, to 250 without some of these changes. And so if you're, a, if you're a podcast listener and you're saying, I don't understand what C-SPAN's talking about, just understand we had to build uh, – we, we have a really great – uh, car, but we had to work on the engine, especially kind of behind the curtain of how to drive this thing to get it to 250,000 men. So I don't know if you want to add anything there, Helmet. No, yeah, uh, I, I think that's a good a good description of, of how to look at it, and that's 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 a smart way to say it because that's exactly the thing, and that is, you know, my personal vision uh, on all this is we have uh, in F3, and some of it's you know stuff that that. Well, candidly, it's what we've all come up with. It's everything that we all, all tens of thousands of us have been working on and trying to figure out how do we, how do we make this bigger? How do we get more guys? Not for the sake of getting more guys, but because this is the solution, I think, in so many ways. So much of what we do is the solution to so many of the ills that we see in our world, you know? And uh, I, I personally am on, I'm just absolutely dedicated to the idea that this logo has to be everywhere. It's got to be in every... Every boardroom, it's got to be in, in the halls of Congress. It's got to be at every level of leadership everywhere. And uh, because this this virtuous leadership 
movement that we're on, you know, this ending of sad clown syndrome, this unlocking of men is, uh, is really what we're all about. It's what I'm all about. Um, and the reason I want to do it is because it happened to me. Right. And, uh, and so we, we do, we have to, you know, uh, <laughs> SpaceX launched uh, a few days ago and, uh, you know, it was like everybody got all excited about it. And, you know, it's, it is super exciting, but that didn't happen just like some guy woke up and was like, oh, I think I'll shoot some into space. You know, you have to build a lot of uh, infrastructure sometimes to, to get the goals accomplished. And so to hit that number that, that, that we've kind of laid out there, that Slaughter sort of put out there, you know, we, we do. We've got to build some infrastructure. So that's, that's what we're about. But it is always with the, the, the idea of ending sad clown syndrome and dragging men uh, sometimes <laughs> with a little extra, uh, maybe a physical headlock if need be, right, with a little extra loving and attention to, uh, to be their best selves and, and to be the men they're supposed to be. So, yeah. All right, so we're going to transition now, and I'm going to hand it back to Helmet. But for you corporate guys, uh, think about this a little bit like a um, – I mean, it, it's going to feel a little bit corporate, and I, uh, for you guys who don't like corporate things, this is rich. This is basically the engine you got to build to get it to the next, you know, to get to 250,000 guys. So it's going to feel like a little bit of an org review. But understand, we all he's all he's doing is he's putting the right guys on the right seat on the bus with the right skill set to make sure we move this thing forward. And so, uh, if you know, all I'll ask is listen to all the way through this next section. Um, because what you want to hear is kind of who's going where. And so you won't have to text me and ask me or text Helmet. You can actually go right to the source um, who's sitting in that seat of the bus. So Helmet, I'm going to hand it back to you and I'll let you start your, uh, your presentation. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, so, yeah, it's um, – I'll tell you, it was one of those things when I started having these weird ideas of, like, what if we got dread – uh, you know, on the Joe Rogan podcast, you know, get, get, get guys, I think it's like something like the 10 million people listen to that stupid thing. Right. I don't know who has that kind of time that they're sitting there for four hours, but whatever, millions and millions of people listen to this podcast. Right. And uh, so like, what happens if we put dread on the, on the Joe Rogan podcast? And I start thinking, well, then we have like 10,000 guys that'll show up at a workout tomorrow. Oh crap. If we have 10,000 guys that show up at a workout tomorrow, we're in trouble. You know, we're, we're not prepared for that necessarily. And so we've got to start building some infrastructure uh, in a way that we are much more lean, much more lizard-like, much more scalable. Uh, we can react quicker, you know, all that kind of stuff. And we want to be able to grow, but we want to be able to preserve the culture. You know, we want to be able to make sure that the five core principles are always enforced, you know, and this is, these are the tough decisions that have to get made. And so, you know, uh, a year ago, the team that we had that sort of uh, – <laughs> got COVID uh, restrictions and shutdowns thrown in our lap, <laughs> much to our deep chagrin, right? I mean, it was freaking miserable. Um, and, you know, it was like, hey, we want you to lead the nation. Oh, yeah, by the way, we're shutting everything down. You, you can't you can't do anything, you know. And so the team that led us through that, like FIB is the weasel shaker and uh, Kitty doing culture and being an expansion and, and all those guys, it was, we had, it was a hard year uh, in a lot of ways. Um, but we got a lot done and we saw growth and we saw a lot of amazing acceleration among the men. And, uh, and so we've kind of come through that phase and, and now we're looking at, you know, different life changes and different things that the guys face and the different needs that are, are, are now with the, you know, having come through that now we're looking at, okay, what does the next 43 feet look like? And how do we, how do we manage, uh, around that? 
And, uh, and you know, as we've been looking through this, and, and you and I were talking uh, last week, as, and part of why we decided to, to, you know, you decided to ask me to do this, um, we just started talking about that tentpole leadership idea. And we'll, and we'll, we'll jump to that uh, a little bit later. But, um, but just to kind of introduce you to the cast of characters, I guess, of, of the guys who are now uh, going to be involved in, in helping to lead the nation. And so I'll just kind of throw out some names and give you some ideas. Um, let me say this, too. I'll, I'll post the, uh, the org chart, if you will. If, if that gets you excited and you really dig that sort of thing, and you're really into org charts and all that, I'm happy to stick that out there, you know, where everybody can see it and anybody wants to reference it, they can. Um, it's, it's just boxes and lines, you know, it's not that exciting, but uh, it does exist. But uh, we've got kind of a, a couple other layers in here. Um, just as you start looking at the different pieces of leadership, you know, you have strategic leadership decisions that have to get made. You've got operational, uh, you know, decisions that have to get made, and, you, and you've got some tactical uh, things that need to get done, right? And so we kind of looked at, okay, how do we spread the, all the tasks of, of F3 and all the needs that we have across these kind of three basic areas, and then who needs to fill what? Like, what is it that we actually do? And so we, we sort of broke it up, and you've got, you know, obviously IT and, and web and all things technologically oriented in that sense um, fall under the guy, and he's been doing it for the last year too, is fall under uh, Carmen San Diego who is out of Cherokee. Now, I know there's more than one Carmen San Diego, uh, but this Carmen San Diego is <laughs> the, the one in Cherokee. And um, he, he, hands, he handles all the web stuff. He's over all the maps. He's over all the – and the poor guy is working himself in, into an early grave, I think. But uh, we're getting him some help, so he'll, he'll be okay. But uh, he, he's been handling all that for us and just doing an amazing, amazing job of, uh, of, of making sure that those, those things are, are lined up. And, and he needs some help. So, uh, by the way, uh, off the record, if you're a technology guy, you know, reach out CSD at F3Nation.com and tell him you're, you're throwing your hat in the ring to help. So he's going to handle all the IT stuff for the nation. Um, expansion uh, is, is still with Bing uh, out of the Sun Coast. Uh, Bing is a former Fort Mill guy who uh, you, I think, and I pushed when he was moving to Florida. We were like, hey, guess what you're doing? Uh, and we forced him to uh, – to, <laughs> to start a, a, an F3 down there. And now it's a, a huge and vibrant region taking over Florida. Um, and, uh, and, and he also has been uh, asked to come and help with the nation stuff. He knows expansion really well. And the, one of the things I love about Bing is that he is, uh, he's just an incredibly pragmatic dude um, and, and has very just down to earth, you know, answers uh, on these things uh, as far as expansion and stuff is concerned, especially, and is not afraid to tell you exactly what's on his mind. Um, that's one of the many things I love about him. But so he's going to be heading up expansion and guys that work with him uh, are Colonel uh, out of Toledo uh, is going to be working on, on uh, us expansion and, and growth, particularly concentric growth and things like that amongst regions. And then you got tool time uh, that works with him. Who I think you had on last week uh, talking about troubadours and, and what those, uh, uh, guys are going to be doing and how the training is going to come from them and, and how those kind of, you know, uh, liaisons, I guess, if you will, from the nation to the, the, the region level um, exist and the, the different things that they're doing. So that's all around expansion and how do we drive growth and, but how do we do it in a way that preserves the culture? So those guys are going to be, you know, so we've got a new head of IT, that's Carmen San Diego, the head of growth uh, is working with what we're now calling XQs, um, executive cues, uh, uh, in kernel and, and tool time uh, that are handling those those pieces under under the head of growth. Then we've got a, 
I mean, obviously, one of the other things that the nation does is we educate and we uh, and we communicate. I mean, those are culture things, and so our our head of of serve or head of culture or whatever we want to call it um, is still Hello Kitty, and he is uh, leading efforts in the in the comms world. Um, you've, you've probably seen the nation's newsletter by now. If you haven't, freaking go to the website and sign up for it. Um, but uh, Italian Job is our XQ of, of uh, comms, and he is doing an excellent job in terms of. Uh, He's, he's one of the many men who may or may not have some degree of access to the nation handle when it's not uh, sentient on its own and uh, tweeting by itself. He may have some influence there, but I really couldn't say. Uh, but he handles the newsletter as well and, and helps with the, the podcasts and getting those squared away. And, in fact, he's uh, recently recruited Drop Thrill to be on his team uh, to help with uploading the podcast and making sure those things get tagged the right way so they can get found and all the other intelligent stuff that I don't really have any beat on how it works. Um, they, those guys are handling all that. So our XG of comms is, is Italian job. Uh, and he's serving under Hello Kitty, also serving under Hello Kitty. Uh, we stole Tommy Boy. Um, he was stepping down out of, the, out of the Nantan role in Greensboro and, uh, and saw there's a guy who really gets education and can really um, develop programs and, and things along those lines. And so he's heading up uh, our, at the XG of education. He's, he's heading up things like um, – something we're calling the stuff worth trying manual, um, which is sort of like a best practices manual for the nation. Um, he's going to be heading up and helping the, the Q source guys, uh, short circuit and FIAB and uh, stinger and Lumberg, uh, all those guys who are working hard to get the Q source information out and, and keep that stuff in front of people um, that, that, you know, he's, he's helping with those guys. He's also uh, helping in terms of the education materials that go along with grow rock. Um, and, and so he works pretty closely with Gus, who's the XQ of grow rock. Um, which also serves uh, under uh, under Kitty right now. So you got all those guys going, um, and and they're just you know making sure our culture stays stays clean and and that it stays uh, how it's supposed to be because we can't have. I mean, obviously the five core principles are the only things that are are kind of required, um, but the culture is is super important to us, and we don't ever 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 want to lose sight of what makes us great. And what makes us great is not that we have workouts, right? I mean, that's important. Uh, obviously, it is a workout group, sort of. Or it's a leadership group that teaches leadership through workouts. Maybe that's a better way to put it. But, um, so we never want to lose sight, though, of you know, the, what makes us great. And, and it is the, the men that make us great and the love that we have for each other. And part of the reason we have the love for each other is because we give each other idiot nicknames. And we carry shovel flags and we go out early and, and all the stupid stuff that we do, right? So keeping that, that culture uh, intact is super important and, and he's taking care of those things. Um, and then when you, when you start moving down the, the list of other, other guys, uh, that are involved, you've also got something I'm calling now the head of U S sectors. Um, I don't know if guys that are really even aware. I mean, it, it's hard to be aware sometimes if you're not really paying attention, because like you said, I just want to go to my, my workout with my 10 buddies, you know, and work out and have fun and go home. And that's awesome. That's exactly what you're supposed to do, you know, <laughs> right? And we want to keep that that way. Uh, and that's why we're building all this stuff on the back end to make sure that we're protecting it so that those things stay intact and stay pure. Um, but uh, the U.S. sector head is going to work with we, – we basically looked and said, us here in Charlotte area trying to support incredible growth that's happening in Northern California, as an example, uh, is useless. I'm, I'm three hours different uh, in terms of time. I have no idea what things actually look like on the ground in Northern California. The last time I was there was over 20 years ago. 
you know, I don't have any idea what's going on over there. And so we need men on the ground over there. And we have them. We've got Nantans, but somebody's got to be coordinating the efforts as well uh, to some degree to make sure that we're, you know, that, that we're not stepping over each other. What we really started to realize is as we've grown, a lot of us are smart guys and we start realizing things around the same time in our growth cycles as regions. And we end up duplicating a lot of effort, a lot of effort uh, that doesn't need to be. And we would rather men use their creative minds to come up with solutions that actually are needed rather than reinventing ones that actually exist, if that makes sense. So instead of, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to think of 50 different ways to do X, Y, or Z thing, uh, instead of doing that, saying, okay, those, those things are taken care of. I'm going to look at new ways to do this and make real impact in my community and not worry about, oh, I've got to spend all this mental energy on how to build the region and how to you know, organize this or strategize that. Like, a lot of that work's been done. So let guys you know, stand on the shoulders of the giants. You know, stand on their shoulders and look, look ahead. You know, let, the, let the work that's been done been, you know, be done and, uh, and stand up there and, and look ahead and see what's next. Um, and so that head of U.S. sectors is going to work with different sector cues who are essentially we, we looked at the whole U.S. and, and have divvied it up. And, uh, and so it's geographic. Uh, FIB, who has stepped down now as Weasel Shaker, is going to take the center of the country. Uh, and there's a couple other guys that were recruited to do that. But that head of U.S. sectors, uh, we actually <laughs> we stole GMO um, out of uh, St. Louis, the Nantan there. I mean, that guy's just – he's shown incredible growth uh, in his region. He's a, one of the finest leaders I think I've ever uh, been around. I mean, just – if you don't like GMO, it's you. <laughs> You're the problem. <laughs> you know, he's that kind of guy. Um, and, uh, and just super smart, really, really careful, um, well thought out. He's, he's almost the exact opposite of me in certain ways in terms of like, uh, how he makes decisions. Cause it's always very well researched, very well thought out, uh, very carefully, you know, programmed, very well analyzed. Whereas I'm like, I think I have about 60% of the information. Colin Powell said that was good enough. I'm going to jump over the side of the boat now. Here we go. You know? And, uh, and so he, it's good and bad, right, uh, for me to do something like that, but that's why you keep a guy like GMO around. Anyway, so he's going to head up the U.S. sectors, and he's really going to be the guy who's kind of, uh, I guess, largely charged with ensuring that uh, our culture continues to stay to stay intact and using all these other resources that Kitty and, and Bing and those guys have, um, and really he's going to be the guy that kind of helps push that down into the and, – and help train Nantans and help give information to guys and – and make sure that the Nantans that we have are as successful as they can possibly be. Um, it's not easy to be a Nantan. It just isn't. It, it's hard. Um, and getting together with other Nantans on a call and in meetings and things like that, and sharing ideas and, and things uh, to, to figure out how to, you know, kind of overcome the obstacles uh, of leadership is super important. And so giving space and coordinating those kinds of efforts is, is uh, what he's going to be into. And then the guy who really needs to make sure that the, all the trains run on time and, and all the guys do uh, what they said they were going to do. You know, we call him a weasel shaker for a reason. And, uh, and he will be the first to tell you that I'm the biggest weasel uh, in the nation right now. And which is terrible and wonderful at the same time. But I needed a guy who I said, who can, who can hold me accountable in a way um, that nobody else can is completely unafraid uh, and completely uninterested in how charming I think I am uh, or how smart I think I am or any of that kind of stuff, right? And it's just willing to tell me, yeah, 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 but that's not – but you said you were going to do this, right? And um, a guy who has been super uh, accelerating over the past couple of years and has just – I mean, he can't not do it. He pours his heart into all of it, and that's Gobbler. 
Um, and uh, he's out of Puget Sound. Uh, you've heard him a million times in a different, bunch of different places uh, because he loves attention, and we love to give him attention because he deserves it because um, he's a good man. Um, but uh, he's, you know, you've heard him on the COT podcast. You've heard him all kinds of places, right? But he's the guy who's going to take over as the weasel shaker for the nation. And, um, and candidly, when I start listing all the names of those guys, C-SPAN, I, I don't know how I could be more excited. And I know I left a couple guys out because there's, there's just too many guys and not enough time. I was looking at the clock here. But, um, but I, I couldn't be more excited. We are now positioned, I believe, to have the infrastructure, to have the, the metrics, to have the support, uh, to have the information and everything that we really – need to if we flip the switch tomorrow and for some reason we did get on joe rogan or jocko or one of these podcasts or something like that and we did raise that national profile to such a level that suddenly we had this influx of you know 15 20 30 thousand guys in the next you know year um which by the way that's what's going to start happening i feel very confident now that we have structured this in a way that we can continue to grow and it still feels like home because that's the best part, isn't it? The best part to me is I leave Charlotte and I go out to, you know, you pick Kalamazoo, uh, Omaha, Gold Rush, uh, Phoenix, you know, uh, NOLA. It doesn't matter. Wherever I go, as soon as I show up, it's home. It's home. These are my brothers and this is my home. Uh, and so I believe now we have a structure in place that will keep it that way rather than it just getting overwhelmed with human beings and then other people coming in and adding their ideas and their thoughts and then kind of just, not that it would be bad necessarily, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the same. And we want to keep it uh, intact. We want to grow, but we don't want to do it in a way that leaves a path of destruction. You know what I mean? And so I, I feel very comfortable that we've got the, the right people and the right structure in place to, to do that now. Yeah. And so, Hey, I'm going to let you take a breath. A couple, a couple things that helmet, um, presented right then. One is basically we have behind the curtain here, there is a whole team set up and organized now that we're going to be able to expand without, and I can't think of a better word to use than dilute. What we yeah. have and what is what has been rolled out has been so pure and so simple, right? Um, and what, what this crew that's, that's in charge now or, you know, basically leading the group or in the cues of it, what they're basically what they're tasked with is as we get to this, you know, whatever the number you want to talk about, you know, when we have a week where we have 10,000 FNGs, these guys are tasked to keep it, to not let it dilute, you know, because guys are going to show up and they're going to say, you know, it would be better. It'd be better if we just had a whiteboard and everybody had to put their time up. That might be good for one occasional workout. It's not going to, it's not F3 at that point. If we try and turn it into CrossFit or we try and turn it into a Spartan race or we try and turn it into something else, it's not F3, that we all love. So these guys are tasked with behind the curtain, which a lot of these things, an FNG is never going to see. They're only going to yeah. see the momentum of F3. And so, Hellman, I, I think you did a great job presenting, you know, kind of why you, why you put all these guys in all these different roles. I think maybe well, the other thing we got to cover for the listener is, um, and I picked you, so I, I've got to say, I think you're a great guy. But here's the thing: is you went, and, uh, you went, you went and sought out a bunch of guys who aren't like you. And um, for those, for those of you who've been doing F3 for a long time, we've talked about um, if you're a military guy, think about more like a uh, a GP tent. And um, if you're a non a non-military guy, think about it more like a circus tent. So think about um, 
this tent being held up by four ropes, um, you know, staked in the ground. And there's got to be tension on each side. And I, I don't know, Helmut, if you want to walk the, the listeners through kind of this tent pole leadership model, because I think you've done it really well with your new team, um, because we have to find guys who aren't like us to make us better. So I'll, I'll hand it back to you and get out of your way. Maybe you want to cover that for the, for the listeners, kind of how you selected your team and how you, how you keep tension on all – because each region needs to do this. ETAO needs to do this. Um, so take, yes. just take it from there. Agreed. Uh, so this idea, and, and I appreciate you setting it up that way, this idea of tentpole leadership is not new. This is something, I mean, I want to say it was probably five, I don't know, four or five years ago or something. OBT kind of laid this out. And I think he actually, he's done it a couple different times in, in podcasts with you even. But, um, but this idea of tentpole leadership, uh, which is just brilliant. And it, essentially what it is, is it's like, and the way that he has you do it, if you, if you go back and listen, I mean, if, if I'm remembering right, you know, he'll put, you know, basically draw quadrants on a piece of paper and then understand, you know, that certain guys within your region fall within certain quadrants in terms of like how hard a workout is and what they seek out and how hard, you know, easy it is and whether they're kind of lone wolves or whether they're pack animals or, you know, whatever, and, and kind of where those guys fall and then recognizing their different talents, their different strengths. And, and it was largely about region and, and, and workouts and stuff like that. But when I, when you start thinking about the model, that he, he kind of invented there or came up with or codified is this idea that the, the tent pole lives and believe me, it's a clown tent. If it's going to be us, um, it, it's a circus tent. There's no question. Uh, but if you're going to be the leader, you've got to be the guy uh, and, or the standard needs to be in the middle, right? That pole is the standard and you need to lead from that pole. You should never as the leader get too far from that pole. You got to be the guy making sure that that thing stays as straight as possible uh, all the time. But you've got all these different guys on these different ropes uh, out, you know, away from the tent pole, and they are pulling in, in their direction. And if I loaded my team up, and this is a good way of looking at just leadership and how to build a team in general, right? If I load my team up with guys that are all like me, then I'm going to collapse that thing to one side. And to be very candid, if I'm, if I'm being transparent, and, and I hope I'm not offending or doing anything wrong here, but um, in, in the interest of transparency, though, I loaded up my team when, uh, when first taking over as president of F3. I loaded it up a little bit with, uh, with a lot of guys who are a lot like me. You know, these are my buddies. <laughs> hey, let's have fun, you know. And, um, and so we leaned uh, a certain way. Uh, a little bit. And, and I recognize too, over time that that's part of, unfortunately, that's part of why the shifts have to happen the way they do sometimes too, is, you know, I'm, I may have made a little too heavy on this side over here, you know? Um, and so I look at guys now and I go, what are all the different talents that I have? And I have, I have a number of talents. I also lack uh, a disturbing number of talents. Right. And so I, I'm, I'm looking at, if I'm supposed to be the guy enforcing the standard and staying in the middle and keeping the vision clear and articulating that vision and persuading the men to come alongside, what I have to do is I have to encourage everyone to keep pulling their rope in their way. So their rope almost in a way is like their purpose. It's their D2X. How do I get that guy to pull on his rope, but not so hard that it pulls the tent over? Well, I do that by offsetting it with other talents and other abilities and other personalities that are very different. So uh, just as a good example, I was, I was kind of talking a little bit about GMO, um, who, again, an, what an incredibly capable leader he is uh, and just a good, good man. Well, if – and this isn't a knock on him. He'll admit it. If it was left to GMO, he would do 10 times the no amount of research, 20 times the amount of research I ever would. 
and things might take a little longer to get done, right? Uh, but since I'm here on the other side of that to pull and say, no, nah, we've got enough information, let's move, we find that healthy tension. And that's kind of the idea of the tent pole, right? Is it's, it's held up, not because it's drug it, you know, dug into the ground you know, 20 feet, it's held up because it's the tension of the ropes uh, in the opposite directions, right? And so we need all of these kinds of guys. We need all of these kinds of personalities and skill sets on a team. GMO is an incredibly brilliant analyst, an incredibly well thought out and careful person. I just, it's not bad. I don't think it's bad that I'm not this way. It just is kind of how I'm wired is I'm not all that careful and I tend to jump out and go. Right. And so having that healthy tension of me saying, okay, let's go. And him raising his hand and going, um, I think we should consider these six things first. And I'm not sure you really thought this through and you know, that sort of thing. And that's, you know, Fib and, and other guys play that role as well. Uh, on the team and, and have in the past, but you know that's a great example of two different, very very different personalities, very different approaches, but working incredibly well together. Why? Because the pole is clear, the mission is clear, and it is well articulated. And that's my job, right? Is to keep that up, and that's as Nantans and and really in your home and, and everywhere else. That's your job as the leader, right? Is to is to clearly make sure everyone knows where the pole is. Everyone knows they're supposed to be keeping the pole up. Now you keep pulling where you're supposed to be pulling. But recognize if you pull too hard, you're probably going to throw some things off. Gobbler is another great example. Gobbler is probably one of the most organized people that I've ever seen. I mean, that guy, you know, if I say I'm looking 43 feet ahead, he's looking in like an 86-foot circumference around, that, <laughs> around me to figure out which 43 feet I might be going to or what the possible pitfalls are for those 43 feet and then advising accordingly, right? And then when I say I'm going 43 feet this way, he says, mm, okay, well, here's all the steps you're going to have to take to get there. And, you know, whereas I'm just start running through the woods and he's like, Hey, you may want to take a machete. Just, you know, just, just suggesting, you know? Um, and, uh, and so he's, he's just very well thought out, very well planned again, completely opposite in terms of, of our abilities, uh, when it comes to that sort of thing. I'm, I, I plan. Okay. But I, I don't do well with details and it's not that I'm annoyed by them or whatever. Honestly, my brain just doesn't think of those things. I try, I just don't think of those things. It's just not where my head goes. Uh, it takes a lot of energy to try and, and get me there. And so rather than spend all this energy and pretend like I'm supposed to be the king of the world or I'm supposed to know anything, all I do is I look at what's the standard, what's the mission, what are the, all the tools and, and things and personalities that are needed to get men, you know, and get the mission accomplished. And, so, and then we just bring those guys in and we sit them down around us. And then my job in the middle, and this is the job, again, the Nantan, the, the, the dad or whoever, is to navigate the tension. And that, I think, is the tough. It's like the art and the science of leadership is what Gobbler told me the other day. This is kind of the art part a little bit, right? The science is how long are those ropes and who's pulling and how many guys, you know, whatever. But the art is being in there and understanding and navigating that tension and allowing things to get pulled a little here and pulled a little there and then making sure that all those things are, are in line and, and in that right rhythm so that the tent doesn't fall down. Uh, and, and it's a super important way of looking at at leadership challenges because the tactical leadership problems we get, those are easy. We can fix those, right? You know, uh, oh, we uh, guys decided they wanted to invite girls. Okay, we don't do that. Tactical problem, no problem, no girls, good, easy, solved, right? Move on, <laughs> you know. Um, but it's when we start getting to some of these more transformational problems, these people issues and things like that, there is no solving it. Uh, there is no solution that we can just apply across the board and have it be done. It's, it's always a constant navigation of the tension uh, between these competing values, that, and that's what keeps the tent up, 
that's what keeps us strong. It keeps us healthy. It keeps us nimble. keeps us lean uh, and, and keeps us moving in the right direction. I'll let you take a breath. And I'm going to just uh, – what I'll do for the, for the listeners, I'll, I'll go and uh, I'll find a link to that old OBT archive from I think it's about five years ago. Um, it was really good. Uh, and I'll, I'll, yeah, and I'll, I'll put that in the show notes. The other thing I'm going to challenge every man who's listening to this is what Helmut just described there. Um, when you travel around, you go to all these different F3 regions. You can see when there's not equal tension on the ropes. And I'll just give you some, some real kind of basic things as a listener. You can kind of, kind of go through these just because I want you to be able to evaluate this uh, yourself. Uh, Helmet talked about his original, um, you know, when he selected his leadership team, he pulled too hard on one rope. And, that, and that's okay. Like, we need to recognize that. But as you're, as you're going through your week, I want you to recognize it too. Because, like, if let's say uh, you go to a workout and there's never any FNGs there, but you guys do six miles in 45 minutes and um, there's a three-minute warm-up, Right and you can't understand why an FNG never shows up and nobody talks to each other, right? You might be pulling on that first F rope just a little too tight, right? Um, not the, you know, and I'll also tell you, I'm the, I'm the worst one. Like if I go to workout and I wake up at 5.15 or whatever, or four, you know, I wake up at 4.45 to get to 5.15, and I go there and everybody wants to talk, um, like that's a coffee group. I don't want to, I'm not part of that. I'm not part of a coffee group. I'm part of F3, which is a workout group. Um, and I'm, and people will tell you I've been historically somebody who pulls in that first F rope because if it turns into a second F group, I don't like it. I want it to be a workout group still. And, the, and so you need to be able to have some guys applying the tension of the second F because that's what makes us different than CrossFit or anything like that. They need to apply some tension on that other side. They just can't pull it over and make it into a social club or into a coffee club. Um, yeah. You know, Hillman and I will tell you we've been around guys who – up, they apply some tension on the third F rope a little tight, and all of a sudden it kind of feels like a revival. And Helmut and I are the kind of guys we're kind of like, hey man, we like that, but it don't don't break my workout group up trying to make a revival group, right? And so that's as you're going through your week, you should be able to step back and see all these different things where there's um, unequal tension in your life. And and a lot of us in the corporate world will walk in and say, I can tell where the tension is. That that's too tight on this one side. Somebody needs to be the opposing force, and um, you know it, it, it's just a really good way to look at things. And so I'll, I'll just challenge you to, as you're as you're going through your week and your different AOs and maybe uh, your family life, um, just challenge that it, there needs to be some balance there. You can't just let one person pull over the tent uh, because that's what's best for them. And so I'll, I'll hand it back to you. Hopefully that makes sense to the listeners as we go through that. If none of this makes any sense, go back, listen to OBT's thing, and then listen to this podcast again. It will make more sense to you. Handing it back to you. And then call C-SPAN and, uh, and set up an appointment, and he'll, uh, he'll walk you through it. His, <laughs> rates, his rates are very reasonable. Uh, you'll love it. It's a great leadership class. <laughs> not, yeah, they are, they are not reasonable rates. I'll hand it back to you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, so in a, in a global sense, in a big sense, that's, that's kind of – uh, the idea and kind of what I wanted to make sure that, you know, when you, when you said, Hey, can we do this? Um, that, that I want to make sure we covered. And, and that is just that this, this organization, and, and I know it's true of everybody. Uh, and we all have different ideas about how it ought to go. We all have different ideas about, well, you know, uh, what if this, or what if that, or I think it ought to be this way, or I think it ought to be that way. And chances are good. I probably agree with most of you. 
Um, and sometimes I just have to navigate and figure out, well, is that even reasonable? Is that possible? You know, how do we get there from here? Is that, you know, given what we need to get accomplished, um, you know, can we even do that? And so unfortunately, sometimes, you know, uh, we got to break some eggs to make the omelet. But what I what I feel like I want to assure men of is that's the beauty of F3 to me is the fact that it is open to all men. The fact that not not only is it not just open to all men, it is please all men come. Haters welcome. You know, everybody come. Because I really believe that that what we're here to do is is to teach people how to unite around a mission. I really think that's one of our, our main purposes as an organization is to teach people how to unite around a mission. Um, and the temple leadership is an, a great metaphor and a great model for how to look at that. Um, and, and, and so that's cool. But we, you know, we live in a world where when the crises come and they do, unfortunately, the, the desire seems to be to entrench ourselves further and to, um, and to divide further. And we want to stand against that. We want to stand up very loud and, and, you know, hands raised and say, no, no, going against each other isn't going to do it. Everybody come together, come here. I will lead. I will show you. Uh, we can get through these things, um, and we're going to understand one another. We don't have to like it. I don't have to agree with everybody. Um, but I do need to learn how to navigate the tension in such a way that, that it's effective. We, we cannot forget that, yes, we're a workout group. That's so important because that's the first step of getting right, right, is the daily discipline over physically training the body and the discipline over what we put in our face and the discipline over our emotions, right? Our personal discipline is, is paramount. But we can't forget that the purpose of all of this is to have better leadership uh, in our communities. That's, that's what we're here for. This is a leadership group because if leadership gets better in our world, everything else gets better too. Uh, and, and so I'm, I'm, I could not be, I don't know how to be more excited, uh, and honored and just humbled and just, I mean, Dave, we talk about it all the time, but my gosh, I mean, what this is, it doesn't even make sense, uh, how amazing, uh, it is what we've, what we've been blessed to be part of. Uh, and so I just, I can't wait to see what happens from here. We've got, I think the best team, uh, possible. Um, and, uh, as was pointed out to me, uh, when I tried to give an assignment to somebody the other day, they said, we've already done it. And I said, well, I reckon that I've got all the right guys. If I'm, you know, in terms of execution, if I'm, if I'm 43 feet behind all the guys on execution, I guess I, I chose good guys. Uh, and so, so I'm, I'm just excited for, for what's to come. Normally at this point in the show, I, I say, what are your final words? But I think you just gave them. Um, I think that's right. Yeah, brother, I just, you know, I'm going to encourage you. I know this is kind of the mid-year check-in also, and I just, uh, like I said, keep up the good fight. I think um, I'm really, really, really excited for the group that you got. For the guys who don't understand this corporate stuff, I'm just going to tell you, keep showing up. Keep showing up in that parking lot with you and those eight guys. Uh, focus on your first, your second, and your third F when you're together uh, for those 45 minutes or an hour each day. It's a really simple recipe. Just follow it. Um, you know, don't, don't get too bogged down in any of this other stuff, but follow the recipe each morning for an hour or 45 minutes. And uh, I'm going to tell you, um, I'm looking forward to when it's – I'm looking forward to the day we have 10,000 FNGs um, in a single day or in a single week. It's, you know, because I, I don't think it's that far off. So, brother, I, I will let you do final comments and take it from there. And 
Uh, listeners, I hope you made it to this point in the podcast because I can I hope you can tell that Helmut's excited and I'm excited. Everybody that's involved, you know, in front of the curtain, behind the curtain. This is the remainder of this year is going to be super exciting. So Helmut, you can take it from here and close us out. Uh, I'll just I guess the last thing I would say is uh, well two things. One, uh, my birthday was recently, um, and uh, so Frank Schwartz, 46, Dark Helmet, um, and C-SPAN, you were one of those guys who may or may not have written some very kind words to me um, on my birthday. And uh, so I thank you. Um, I know this is getting a little personal and, and it's not really germane to the entire packs, but uh, I think it's important to, to note just the same that uh, this is, this is how it works. And man, I, I love you, brother. I would not be, um, I just wouldn't be as happy. I mean, I can say things like, Oh, I wouldn't be where I am today. I don't know where the hell I'd be. I wouldn't be as happy. I know that I wouldn't feel as fulfilled. I wouldn't feel as grounded. Um, if you hadn't decided at that point, uh, whenever that was way back when, you know, like, Ooh, that guy, <laughs> that fat guy could use some help <laughs> and, uh, and, and drug me along, man. It's, uh, it's been a great ride. And, um, and I, I couldn't be more grateful. I'm 10 times the man I was. And, uh, it's because of F3 and because of men like you, um, because of the, the men I get to meet when I travel and, and go to these stupid grow rucks and all this stuff, man. I mean, it's, I, I, I talk all the time about my glory to work ratio being high. Um, and, uh, I'm, I have an embarrassment of riches. I mean, my life is just ridiculous. Uh, and it's because all, all the men like you, brother, I appreciate it. And I'm just going to give you a, a loud amen from Charlotte Metro. I feel the same way. So I'm going to give you a loud knuckle bump and uh, brother rest of you. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for being a guest on the round table. Thanks.